This is an Adventures in Middle-Earth actual play using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, or our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. You'll find links to that and other forms of media for our sessions as well as an index of this episode in the description. This episode has jump cuts to keep the runtime down. Previously, on returning to Mountain Hall with news of the evil fortress the Dwimmerhorn, the companions were accused of ill deeds by Hartfast. The reason for his change of attitude was the presence of their old enemy, Magrick. Arguing the case well, Magrick, knowing the tide was turning, stabbed Hartfast and fled, only to be cut down by arrows as he floundered in the icy mountain river. The party went to sleep in their rented house, relieved to have a warm bed again. Alas, the rest was short-lived as they were assaulted by orcs in the night, the foul band led by the huge orc warrior last seen in the temple at the Dwimmerhorn. The evil creatures were all slain, Hathas again raining down killing blows, but Arahad was knocked senseless in the melee. We joined the party after a fellowship phase of three or four months. Arahad, quickly healed by Hathas after the fight, stayed with the fellowship to travel with them to Roskabel. All, except Hathas, spent time cleansing themselves of some shadow points, with the scholar instead performing research on the chain, the dark spirit, and the Dwimmerhorn. Radagast was able to impart some knowledge. So Radagast really looks concerned when you're talking about this spirit that you saw and confirm that it's it's much more active than just an isolated incident involving Yurame. Particularly, he was interested in gore. Uh, sorry, uh, interested in a large orc, which he says from the description is an orc called Gore the Despoiler. Okay. He's heard of. Uh, and he knows he's he's, he's like a animal cunning, massive, like ruled by fear type orc. Um, and he's, he couldn't believe he could easily have been marshalling the uh, the orcs in that area. Mm-hmm. He he's resolved to spread the word up and down the the Western Eves and the West the East Annuin Vales to raise men to go and join with Mountain Hall men over the maybe within a couple of months to root out the evil in the and try and rescue any slaves in the um the Dwimmerhorn. So that mm-hmm. that's what he's kind of he's kind of doing. He looked worried about the chain but drew a complete blank. He just okay. does not know did not know what that is. So you'd need to research it yourself if you're yep, interested. Yep, understood. Okay. And Ditto the withered corpse. Withered corpse so his knowledge is that what he said what he says possibly happened from the withered corpse is that the spirit animated the corpse to speak mm-hmm. uh, so he could actually communicate because no, his, his knowledge of like the ethereals evil spirits from the the enemy they are not capable of talking normally unless they can use a body to do it you discovered from radagast just before so probably over the last you've been here around three or four months that a messenger came about a week or two ago just before the end of your fellowship phase and he had some strange messages about the Dwimmerhorn, so they sent scouts to keep watch on it, almost probably within, you would estimate, maybe two weeks of you arriving. So probably four weeks after you left Mountain Hall and got to Roswell, the hilltop fort itself is completely deserted. To the extent the scouts watched it for a few days, knowing knowing the messaging about that you'd given them about, they only travel really at night and stuff. We're so confident there was nothing there. They had a look around. There's only like a small group of them. Whoever was running it had completely vanished into the marshes. And more concerningly, all of the slaves had gone as well. And Hathus was able to find out the following about the chain. 
So you'd always given up searching mm. in the Roscoe Bell Library, but he comes back from a, a, a long trip away, Radagast does, after you've been searching for two or three weeks um, in, the, in his own libraries. And he says, ah, found it, um, sits you down. And he said, that if it's what I think it is, it's the chain of Thangorodrim, which is, God, it's a, it's a relic of great power. It was forged in the Elder Days by dark powers of the world. And it was used then to enslave proud and rebellious dragons. I'm not sure what it's being used for now, but when it was basically, it, robbed, it was designed to be able to control them. It robbed them of their own free will and forced them to serve the master of the chain. It, it was lost, to my knowledge, probably to the far north, uh, Mount Graham, maybe, uh, in, in some of the tunnels and catacombs down there. That's where I thought it was taken. But it looks like if that's the thing I think it is, it's back out in the world again. Fellowship phase has now finished and the companions are on their way back to Mountain Hall to investigate the mines where goblins have been heard. So you get to about there, you're about a day, a day to two days out from the crossing at Trader Island. Um, so if you can see that on the map. And you are on some moorland. It's fairly easy travelling. Um, but you see on a bluff, very clearly looking over you guys, a an oldish man. Let me just drag you onto the map. Travelling from the southwest to the kind of west of this bluff. Southeast, sorry to west of this bluff. It's quite a big map, I'm afraid, guys. And on the edge of uh, the bluff, looking down at you, and Monin, you spotted this guy about 400 yards before you got to the bluff, and he's just standing there with his arms crossed. Looks like he was almost waiting for you. And he's just standing on the edge of this bluff. And as you come up in front of him, he says, um, Hail and well met. He's uh, it's got a... A voice that's strangely loud, and it carries very easily to you, even from probably 50 yards away when he started speaking. So he's looking down at you from a bluff, maybe about 20 feet above the area you're on. Is he just standing there? Is he carrying anything? Is he... He's just standing there looking down at you. He's got... An old man uh, dressed in clothes. Oh, yeah, one. long grey hair, grey clothing. He's got a, a hat on. There's kind of bent over point at the top. What about you, old man? Where are you off to? Do you need an escort? Oh, Master Dwarf. I'm called Gandalf the Grey by some, my good <laughs> travellers. I've had counsel with Radagast the Brown and I'm investigating a new darkness in Southern Rivanian. I understand that you have helped Radagast with this errand too. Discovered an evil artefact, thought long buried her here. I thank you. One of your lot, Brother Arthas. Sorry? Looks like he's one of your lot. He's not one He's the biggest and best of us of them. So give me if you want to give me a um history check, I guess. Let me just check a suitable skill there. Hathis, see if you've heard of him. Law would be good. Monin, you've got a niggling suspicion you know of you haven't heard of Gandalf the Grey, but his stature kind of has a, a vague familiarity about him. Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, so um, you're aware he's one of the White Council. Um, yeah. you also aware that there are multiple wizards 
of different color denominations like Radagast. You know Radagast well, and you've you've actually seen Gandalf at mm -hmm. Roskabel once or twice before you um, you joined up with this crew. So you know him well. Um, yep. He doesn't acknowledge you specifically or anyone, no, but it's fine. So he continues and says, um, "I have learned whispers of rumors that a force is mustering in Dorwinian and plans to march north." It may eventually threaten the marches, perhaps even Esgaroth, Dale and the halls of your folk, Master Dwarf. He looks at you, Monin. What are you up to now? He looks generally across all of you. We're headed for Mountain Hall to help with their goblin problem. They're being undermined. Ah, possible threat to Mountain Hall, eh? Good luck with your investigations. Old Heartfast is gruff, but he holds that place together from goblins in the mountains year after year. Surprises me. Once you finish your work there, get yourselves to Dale for the festival. It's a hike, but you look like you're not unaccustomed to a wander in the wilderness. There will be a much news shared by many wise folk at Dale. We may need stout-hearted men to do what they can. I sense the river running will be pivotal in halting any army from Darwinian. Hmm, yes, and he kind of... You see uh, up, up a sleeve of his voluminous grey robes, he's got a pipe lit and he brings that out and just puts it in his mouth and sucks on it contemplatively. And then he just turns around and you you hear him as he walks away from the bluff and just disappears from view. He says, farewell, one and all. Time is a marching. And he just disappears. And it's the weirdest encounter you've had with a wizard since the first time you met Radagast. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So John, it's... John do, John, do I detect he is who he says he is or do I sort of detect any deception about him? Give me an insight check in the tower, Matt. You think he's a wizard called Gandalf? Um, if you give me a law check in the tower again, you might. Uh, I'll let you know if you know about who Gandalf is. You'd never heard of Gandalf, but he, he does seem to be a wizard that he says he is. Yeah. Okay. That was Gandalf. As far as I can tell, he's exactly as I remember him. So just uh, as, a, as a game mechanic thing, it's extremely unlikely on a random encounter in the wilderness to encounter like a major figure in Middle-earth. <laughs> I, I literally randomly rolled Gandalf. <laughs> wow, excellent. From your first I encounter. It, I assumed it was a, a mechanic to make sure we went to Dale. Basically. Well, I needed to um, I needed to weave it into something uh, because he, he, it says whenever you meet someone like that, they give you extremely useful news on something uh, on something that's relevant to you right now. So uh, that was the kind of uh, event I had, but um, that was really cool. It's it's, it's really unusual, uh, but you have actually met Gandalf for real now. So okay, um, you. I'll stop sharing. I'll just close that sheet down. Uh, get rid of you off the map. Did you do a battle map in case we attacked him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to see a little picture of Gandalf um, uh, on there too. Um, I haven't actually got any stats for him. He just looks cool. But uh, all right. Um, you carry on for a few more days. You, uh, is there anything you want from Traders Island or any uh, any information from there or anything? I think we're pretty good, aren't we? I, I think I don't think you need, you need it. But um, in which case you. You continue from over the river. You're traveling th uh, through the Andrian Vales, a probably a day's north, a day's walk north of the Wolfwood. You can see it occasionally in the valleys to the south. Uh, it's a bit more rough terrain here, 
and you get to there roughly in the West Anuin Vales, and you you know this region pretty well, Arahad, and and the rest of you have travelled this way at least twice, once each direction. So it's not that unfamiliar with you, but you are travelling through and around a small copse where suddenly from literally kind of out of nowhere you're walking and you you moaning glance just south uh, just beside you and you come across a large broken stone statue of ages past it depicts a woman with a head missing with large wings on her back clutching a wreath so it looks like this it's it looks very old if if you want so moaning you you take a look at it close up and it looks like marble it appears just to be standing in the middle of a copse of trees as you're as you're walking past it very interesting have i ever come across this before or any word of it john give me a law check to see if you recognize the it's it's ancient um, looks very old but see if you recognize the who may have made it you estimate moaning that this is a um possibly elven possibly second era um it could be a dunadine statue and, and as you look around under your feet you can see actually it's not just a, a copse here there are old what look like foundations tumbled down walls that are now mounded with undergrowth and, and stone uh, and you kind of mistook that just for the natural rise and fall of the land but strangely, this has survived or almost almost intact when the walls of whatever this was within have long crumbled. And do we recognise what kind of creature or what famous entity this is meant to be? You have no idea. You've not seen um, in your readings, Hathus, any, any humanity depicted with wings, mm. which is what's really strange. Yep. Hi, Salvish. Not dwarvish, because you see the heads missing. Yeah. <laughs> Shoddy elves, work. Elves chips. tend to lose their heads at the slightest provocation. Uh, if a man had made it, it'd be crumbled. An elf made it, the heads fallen off, and the dwarvish thing, it'd still be covered in gold. <laughs> <laughs> two foot high. <laughs> uh, you, 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 have, you spend a little bit of time there. You feel kind of um, a bit melancholy thinking about how old that could have been and kind of wished Irame was there to, who would possibly know of even what that location would have been, whether it was just a villa, whether it was a settlement there, it's just not enough information to go on. And a few days later, you make it back up into the mountain hall again. You're pretty, so none of you are tired, which is good. It was a fairly easy journey. Um, a couple of you were on the cusp of screwing up and there, you didn't encounter anything untowardly grim and nasty on your travels. However, you, whether it was that statue or Gandalf's news of much bigger, bigger events afoot and maybe even armies coming up from the southeast into Rovanian, you arrive in fairly poor spirits, unfortunately. Um, so mechanically, what that'll mean is any social roles uh, you make will be at disadvantage for a day and uh, until one of the players succeeds at one of them. However, you get advantage on initiative. You're basically like a hair trigger tempers and stuff at the moment. You're a bit irascible with each other. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. What are they like on the gate? This is the first test. We can try and take um, our or let us through. So the old the old boy on the gate recognizes you. He he waves <laughs> you through. He knows you well. Uh, he he says a cheery 
Hello to you all. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, we don't want we don't want uplifting music. I want some like moody moody downcast music yes. now. Okay, so where are you going? You got through the gates. I guess we ought to check in with the big guy. Let him know we're back in town. I tell what the old man said. If you remember, uh, Building Eight is where Hartfast Council Chamber is, basically. So if I think we go there, wait. Yeah, we'll head over. Ah, the uh, the help has returned. Hartfast seems quite pleased to see you. What news from from the east, gentlemen? It's raining. Bad summer. <laughs> Ah, it's always raining up here. That an old it's man. When, it, when it's blowing upwards, you need to be concerned. It's, uh, it's coming down at a nice, steady, steady drizzle today. Pathos, do you want to say about the, the old man you found? The old man? Certainly, we, we bumped into Gandalf the Grey, uh, who spoke kindly of you, my lord. And <laughs> Mithrandir, yeah, I know him well. Indeed. How is um, the old coot? As chirpy and as quirky as, as I've ever known him, to be honest. He was happy and content. He was off to, I think, a party in Dale, and he said we should come along too later on when we finished helping out here. Um, we told him we were coming here to help with the goblins undermining your mine works. He said that was a good thing for us to help, help you with and to come along to Dale for the party afterwards. So that's our next few months mapped out for us. I got a um, King Bard sent me an invitation. Oh, got it a couple of months back um, to the festival. It seems like an annual thing now. Never been yet. Is you've got you fellas been before? We were there last year. Took 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 part in certain races and events. And uh, I think Sigmar here may be a bit of a bit of a cult figure there now after his uh, exploits on the barge racing. But yes, it's, it was a, a very good party, uh, very apt celebration, and everyone was having a really good time. Yeah, fantastic. There was, there was also small mention of a possible trouble uh, brewing. So a potential, uh, was he alluding to an invasion force or some <laughs> <laughs> minor, Uplifting minor intervening? <laughs> a small <laughs> invading army from Dorvinian. <laughs> Um, he looks a, he looks a bit sternly at you, hmm. but those Easterners they come into the plains. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, empty plains out there. They come and go. Doesn't cause us any problems up in Mountain Hall. Never crossing Anduin, as far as I know. Uh, well, it seemed of concern to Gandalf. Okay, how's that linked to me mining problem? <laughs> I think it's unrelated. Ah, uh, okay. Probably unrelated. Well, so why, well, what can or... I do for you? Why are you fellas back? We okay. want to help out with the mining problem, I believe. Uh. Sounds like the kind of thing that we can't leave just until something yeah, I happens. Mean, well, it's not got worse. It, there <laughs> is still the odd noise and clink down there. doesn't seem to be worsening, though. Miners are a bit skittish. We've only got two levels of the mines dug. Yeah, they, they moan, but miners always moan. Has there been no delegation from, from my kin here yet? Uh, not no, no dwarves yet. Um, so that letter would possibly be get, got there within the last like three or four, three to six weeks, realistically, if 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 at all, um, Monan. Uh, and it's it'll be at least, even if they travelled, they would only be getting there like within now to a month or so's time if if they travelled immediately. So, um, 
Not received any any word of your kin. Dwarves tend to keep themselves themselves, Master Monin. I will. I'll, uh, I'll have a word with them personally when I go and see him. Appreciate it. Um, and you know, Monin, that dwarves think in terms of a decade to like open mines. Not we'll get onto that in the within the season type thing. It's they have a lot of mining op operations, obviously, and it's all about priorities for them. So if you provide a lot more information about the potential of the mine, they may speed up their speed up their interest. Yeah, I think I'll make a note to go down to the mines and have a good look with a technical eye. Okay. Appraiser's eye. So he's, uh, he's uh, thank you very much. Um, shift should be, I mean, it's towards the back end of the day. Uh, shift should be finishing soon. From what I understand, I'm not a mining expert. It seems to be fairly slow work. I'm not sure, I don't know, how dig difficult it is to dig iron ore out, but um, seems to we don't get that much of a yield out of there at the moment. And during the evening, you you dump your stuff in in. There's a lot of, as you know, a lot of like open and fairly free to access um, houses here. There's much fewer people than there are housing, and so visitors get the ch choice to stay in uh, fairly limited but comfortable enough accommodation. And after a few drinks in the fore, where there's a communal sort of dining area and stuff, you get into conversation with a few miners moaning and. Um, you determine that the mine predates even the old Greybeards in Mountain Hall and has only recently reopened, recently for you anyway. It's like maybe within the last 15 years. It's small, only two levels, with most of the iron ore, or pig ang as they call it, being extracted from level two. Um, level two is also only accessible via, via a windlass from level one. Uh, so that, that's kind of what you find out from uh, some early chats with the miners there. Okay, he's going to want to go down himself and inspect this just to try and see who worked this mine at some point, if it's if that's even possible. Yeah, so you you the mine's closed right now in the evening, but you can ask more questions if you guys want about the um mm. what's going on. Yeah, what what's the concern about the goblins? What why do they wasn't there a concern that they've got goblins mining underneath or something? Yeah, a bit of background. Have you they demonstrate to us if you hold a glass up to the rock wall oh. even though there's no work going on on their side you can hear distant sort of dunk 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 sort of tap 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 right. sort of through i think it was through the day and through the night kind of thing even though they themselves weren't working the conclusion was that goblins were or, or similar were coming in from the other side either under them or across to them and mm. whatever it was probably wasn't good news Mm. Uh, and have um, they done anything? Can we find out if they've done anything about it, or they're just sort of carrying on regardless? Well, the big guy just now sort of said he hasn't got any worse. So I, my mm. conclusion for that is they haven't done anything. They've mentioned it to mm. us, and we sort of said we would try and help look into it and help. Monin yeah. sort of written off to his 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 brother and his his kin. I think. And uh, sort of said, right. Can you send some experts down to help with the problem down here? That may take some time for anything to come from that. In the meantime, we've come back here to look into a bit more. Mm. But it sounds like the history provenance of these mines is, is a little bit more mysterious than we thought. Mm. Might be good to find out who's in charge of the works or the engineering, who's the, the chief brain on the, on the sort of the, the engineering side of, of the mine working. Yeah, so you, you find that there's a guy, people point out to you who's eating. Um, he's... <laughs> He doesn't get more archetypal minor looking than him. He's a pretty burly guy. 
he's got a, just a vest on uh, made of uh, looks like some fairly soft leather, fairly well toned arms, a bit of a beer gut, big beard covered in soot, gleaming eyes, big tankard of beer in front of him. And most of the miners tend to be kind of similar. They're, they're all keeping themselves themselves, uh, mainly because they're probably a bit dirty. But they direct you to the, a, a fella sitting on the table, the biggest guy there. And he's um, he introduced himself as Trav, T-R-A-V. He says, so uh, what can I do for you? Are you asking about the mine? We hear you might have trouble with goblins. And we would said to Harfast that we would try and look into it and help. But at the moment, we don't know much about what is and isn't going on. So we'd love to find out a little bit more. I'll point to Modin and say, this is Modin. He is our resident mining expert, as you might expect. Uh, and we'd love it if you can spare us a bit of time to tell us a little bit about the mine. If you want to try and influence his uh, the information you're going to get out of him, just give me a persuasion check. And this in the tower and at disadvantage, remember. Okay. I accidentally knock his pint over him and spit in it, dribble in his food. <laughs> <laughs> Insult his entire family. Yes, he says... Um, yeah, I mean, the tapping noises, they're a long way below, but they're almost almost constant. They're happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to roll a disadvantage anymore. You've got a success. So yes. the the fellas get a bit spooked. It's a bit slightly noisier on the next level down, but I've heard him myself. But that's that's all. Um, that's all I really know. My my job's just to get as much yield at the, at the bloody place we can. These lazy bastards are only getting like few pound a day out there right now and there's how is moaning it? around the table <laughs> how is the yield is it good as you expect you happy with uh, it it's, or? it's still it's still fully new i've only been here two seasons now and um we had some water a lot of water dripping through i've got to clear that you've got to dig through quite a lot of rock to get to the seams uh, and you knew this moaning that some of their mining is <laughs> In, in straight lines where the seams are curving up and down and that kind of stuff. So it possibly explains why the yield could be improved. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't want to be challenged on his mining capabilities. And is the tapping, is it particularly noticeable in any particular place or areas or, or region of the mine? You say it's louder down below. I suppose that makes sense. Suggest it under you rather than over you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I normally stay up. I mainly stay up in level one these days, um, counting the folk in, distributing the tools, Important management stuff, you know. Um, if you want to chat with some of the, the fellas down in the mines, look at the table over there. They're on the last shift, and he points to the table next door. <laughs> exactly similar bunch of hairy, filthy blokes uh, sitting there drinking. No one's... We head... We'll go over and speak to them then and see if we can fi- find out more and maybe um, persuade someone to show us, agree to kind of show us where they're hearing the noise. And the fellas look quite interested when moaning comes over. Uh, especially, he's, he's very well dressed. They look at, look over you all, and you're all pretty well dressed, but Moaning particularly so. He's in very affluent clothes compared with miners. And he says, uh, one of the slightly middle-aged guy looks up and he says, um, what's a dwarf here coming to talk to miners? You here to help? Short memory. I've been down there before in the mine with you. Maybe not you lot, but another crew. Fuck, Moaning! <laughs> it's you! Aye. You all look the same to me. <laughs> I'll ignore that. Dressed to be Friday night best. 
uh, oh, come and sit down, lad. Um, and they bring up a chair. And they pointedly don't invite any of the rest of you. No, that's fine. We'll perch. I'm going to perch quietly on the end rather than try and pitch in the middle. Yeah, it's a pretty big trestle table, all kind of sitting one end, and you kind of sit the other. But moaning, <laughs> a big big mug of beer put in front of you because they like you. You're you'd normally get advantage on a check with these guys, but you basically just cancel out any disadvantage. So if you want to try and influence them to get some more information out of the group over the evening, you can do and give me. Um, actually, do you want to, I mean, describe how you're trying to get the information, Monan. Well, first of all, he's got to buy a round for the wall. Uh, That's two. They have buttered up that way. <laughs> I think you've succeeded already. Stop there. <laughs> okay. And uh, then he's going to just talk about the last time they went mining and how, how it was good and, you know, how, you know, the management are always on their backs getting those yields. But they're, but they're telling, to, telling them lot to do it all the wrong way when really they all know as miners that should be following the seams. But how's that other guy, the, where if that other person was called Trav? Trav doesn't listen to any reason, you know, typical management, that God, kind of thing. Good man. It's gonna be a riot. <laughs> All right, so um, give me a persuasion check in the tower at plus four, and cross off two copper for the round of drinks. Okay, so over the course of an evening, um, you discover a couple more bits of really useful information. The first is that the rock lower in the mine is old, much older. Is a whole different strata and less porous than that in the upper level. Um, so the miners. They actually, you kind of guessed right. They are pretty knowledgeable about rock. And they've been doing this. They do this for a living. Um, and you would guess Trav is a <laughs> Travis career man. Uh, and then the, but the most interesting thing, there was a miner who was pretty quiet, but he pulls you to one side when and everyone else gets up and fairly drunkenly starts weaving the way to bed. It's probably coming up to midnight. And he says, uh, hey, much morning. I, I discovered a, look at this i you might know what this is and he pulls out a silver coin and he said i found this in the in the lower workings what do you think it means and in dwarvish on it it's got Khazad doom engraved on it a dwarven like a stylized dwarven head in a dwarven helmet and the year 748 written on it and we're in like 30 19 14 something yeah, it's like 700 years old that coin as you would estimate and he said, I, I didn't want, uh, yeah, sorry, you're in 2948, so that's 2,200 years old. Jeepers. And he, and he says, I, I don't know, well, I didn't want to sell the lads because I don't know how much this is worth. I know he, he bites in, he said, I'm pretty sure this is silver, but do you know what this is? Ah, it's a dwarvish coin, an old one, very old one, very, very old. It's a good find. Do you want to sell it? His eyes light up and he says, um, oh, I ain't selling this, this is... This is the thing. I'll treasure this. This is beautiful. It talks about a, a, a long-lost mine to the south. So that that might not have... Well, so someone dropped it in the mine? Who would that be? Oh, well, it was a place that traded with a lot of places. So, But most likely a, a dwarf's taken carried it north here. But I'll have a look tomorrow. You can show us where you found it and I'll have a little look around. Happy. Gladly, Master Monin. Um, well, thank you, uh, and thank you. And he looks over at everyone and like tucks his forelock in a very subservient way. And he's not as not as drunk as the rest. He puts his coin carefully back in a hidden pocket in his clothing and walks off to bed himself. Next morning, it's still pretty bleak, drizzly, pretty typical. You're taken out to the mine entrance uh, in the morning. It's pretty basic, Mona. I mean, if you compare this with any dwarven mine you've ever seen, it's about as basic as it gets. 
it's literally a kind of hole in the wall bolstered with some, some wood supports, a uh, pretty rough floor that goes in behind it, uh, as you can see. And so this is area six on the map. Um, and you, you've been in there before um, and, you know, it's pretty dark, damp, relatively unpleasant in there. My entrance is dark and dreary. The floor looks to be solid rock coated in places with some slick looking pools. Inside the entrance, the only sound is the occasional drip of water from the ceiling. And the smell of the mine is it's damp and earthy. Um, I mean, you know, any dwarven settlement or dwarven mine that you've been in. It's got a I mean, it's very reassuring to you, Moni. It's a very metallic kind of almost warm, even though it's cool air in there. But it's almost it's, it warms your heart, the smell. And this isn't like that. It's it's damp and musty and earthy and more uh, for, to your eyes. It smells more like a barrow than it does a mine um, to your uh, nose. Sorry. Right. So you've been down here before, have you, Moaning? I think I have. Was it this entrance I used? Yeah, it was. So you've you've been down here before. You only you only went into the uh, you went into the top level. And did Moaning have a sense that any dwarven engineering or dwarven assistance had been was visible in this mine workings when he was down here? No, but you he, he only went to level one. Um, okay. I, uh... Never noticed the smell the first time I come down here. It doesn't smell quite right. A bit deathly. More like Keep a tomb. Behind. He's not that keen to go into a mine, <laughs> to be honest. More like a tomb than a mine. <laughs> Heard that said before, not by you. <laughs> Do you want to leave um, Hewan behind? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need to come down. He's not going to like it. He can frolic in the open air. I'll let you put whatever order you want. I'll just share it with you right now. So... The only person that could see, are the only people that can see reasonably well, Mona could see very <clears> well here, and Sigma, you can see fairly well, but it's getting dimmer, so you will need a light source going into the mine. Um, it's You got up deliberately pretty early. You you were told that the guys work fairly late, sort of mid-morning, they tend to go down. They tend to be a hard-drinking bunch, don't roll out of bed till 9, 10 o'clock. It's probably about 7 in the morning right now. Okay, so we're down before the first shift. Yeah, so it's dark in it's dark in here. Yeah, um, you can just see. I'll just draw a little bit more of the mine entrance. This is where you kind of come in. Does my glowing hat not light the way? <laughs> Cone hands. <laughs> so that's your facing. Uh, that shows me which way which way you can be flanked and stuff. So I'll assume you're always facing, looking looking to the left wall, unless you move it. You can move it by uh, just rotating your mouse wheel. I think yes, Hathas is doing. So it, it's starting opening up into a cave, um, and you can have a little look around in there if you want. Hathis is happy to light a torch. He's got five torches, so he's happy to light a torch. I don't know how long it'll last, but maybe we'll find some provision for light in there. I don't know what they would normally do, or if they just get you... Oh, Sigma shrinking. Well, I'm, happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to light a torch, John. Okay. My, uh, facing. How, how do you rotate these things? I right-clicked on Hathis, and then there's a little rotate... Left and right arrow come up uh, on a right, right, yeah. right click. Yeah. Uh, oh God! Press, if you press Control down and middle mouse, you can go backwards and forwards as well. So you light up a God. Give yourself, give you a new toy to play with. Look what happens. Anyhow, so I'm lighting a torch. Okay, so just draw a circle, twenty foot radius. Oh no! Is there things on the side of the walls that the miners use for light? Yes, there are. Good question. Can we just start lighting uh, some of those? You can light some torches. Okay, in which case I'll I'll unhide the first room you're going into. What room? The first cavern you're going into, really. 
if there's things we can light then yeah so you've you've lit it yeah you d- you probably don't need to let's yeah. do it so you can um so you can see a little bit further there Monin. um you can see the first cavern entrance looks like it's got racks of tools uh benches look like there's an old pair of boots lying under one of them where there's changing there's a privies to the south it looks like <laughs> based on the smell coming out of them are, are we <laughs> but we're going to light the torch so we go along aren't we so yeah, so I've got a bullseye lantern out at the moment. That's what that cone thing ah, is. Ah, right, that's what that is, right. But uh, he'll use that and just light as he goes along. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll unhide a bunch of areas here. Actually, do you want us to go quietly, or, <coughs> or should we just walk? I suppose the miners coming in. A couple assume it's, yeah, it's assume it's not hostile. I think we'll, we'll stay alert. You walk around lighting some lanterns for about 10 minutes. This is, seems to be the upper area. There looks like there is, so the northeastern cavern looks like a place where there is ore taken and it's broken down um, from large chunks into much smaller smaller bits. Um, you would So that's what those things look a bit like augers are for. They uh, looks like they are man-powered, but there's a lot of mechanical advantage there, which is to crush rock and get smaller smaller chunks out wheelbarrows and stuff are all there looks like there has been some mining that's probably started here the southernmost cavern with the windlass there uh there is a an opening going into the floor there if you see that yep yeah mm-hmm. can we figure out how to operate it is it fairly straightforward yeah uh it's literally a, like an A-frame with a block and tackle. Um, there's a there's a winch on there. It looks like it's only designed for one person to go up and down at a time. Can I, can, John? Can I try listening with my exceptional ear to the ground skills and just see if I can hear any any tapping or hear anything moving on the layer below? Um, so do a perception check in the tower. I'm not sure. Let me just check your character and see if that gives him an advantage. No one drop any buckets. Um, so it, it actually, your proficiencies tend to be much more in the wilderness than in mines, yeah. Arahad. So it's not going to give you a, uh, any specific bonus, but you can um, make a perception check if you want in the tower. Yeah. Standard roll. Oh, it's quiet. Um, too quiet. All you can hear is dripping water, really. Sounds of dripping water. Oh, does someone want to go down? I'm happy to. Or do, it might be worth it. Can anyone else hear anything? But it's odd we can't hear the tapping, given that they say it happens all the time. Maybe my ears are playing up today. It's supposed to be louder down, down oh, below, so, so yeah. maybe okay. level, let's go down to layer two, level two, whatever the term is. I'm going to keep looking at uh, Moaning and see the looks across Moaning's face. Does Moaning look contemptuous of this playing at mining? Does he think, oh, my God, it's a death trap? Or do you think it's, it's quite proficient but small scale or it's really crude or... What's Moaning's reaction to this? Is it just like... Primitive. Very primitive. It's a new mine. I'm sure it's only been going 15 years. It's been open for a blink of an eye. Yeah, it's pretty... <laughs> you wouldn't class this as a mine. You wouldn't even class this as a privy from where you came from, Moaning. So. It's a scratch, of, oh, scratch in a hole. Anyway, who's going to get me down here? Yeah, we'll send yeah. you down. Unless you want to go down quietly, Sigmar. It's up to you. I can Problem attempt is, to go down quietly. Might be a bit dark down there, so it might ruin your <laughs> stealth. You would probably, I don't know, actually take a torch down or not, but... Actually, I think he knows that Sigmar's got dark vision. Is that right, Neil? Well, yeah, it's sort of... It's not anything supernatural or magical, but it's 
it's essentially a, in a way of I don't know semi seeing in the dark. What the description? Uh, there'll probably be some light if we've given we've lit this level up. There'll be some light coming down, won't there? So it won't be pitch black. Because I've grown accustomed to operating in shadows and dimly lit places, so my senses have adapted accordingly. I don't necessarily see better, but my other senses have grown to compensate for it. So, yeah, take that as you will. So I'm, I'm saying it, it's kind of raw. It's not not as good as dwarven vision, but it's. And, and to be honest, in absolute pitch darkness, you won't get an advantage. If in a dark dark night, for example, you'll definitely will. But dwarven dwarven vision has been millennia generating and yours is over over this your lifetime you've honed it so i'll say it's i, I guess a bit like the equivalent between like dwarves would have something like infravision under underground you'll you'll just have really good vision so any tiny light you would be able to see much more clarity than others but in pitch darkness you still wouldn't be able to see so how are we going to send how, down first how deep is this shaft you have no idea yet let's drop a bucket down we'll hold the torch out <laughs> Can we hold the torch over it and look down? Can we see the bottom or with the bullseye lantern? How much is wrapped round the um, spindle? Quite a lot. A lot of rope. You would estimate at least 40, 50 feet, maybe more. Tell you what, when you just lower me down completely in the dark, yeah. and then if you see a, a light down there, you know everything's okay. Otherwise, I'll tug yeah. it and pull us back up again. Okay, yeah. okay, we'll do that. You get lowered about, you would guess, about 70 feet. And... You come out into a similar um, structure at the bottom there was at the top. There's a, a frame here. There's a pulley around, uh, goes around the bottom. So it looks like it's a continuous kind of process. And every uh, about 10 feet, there's a loop to stand on and a loop to hold on. And you, you're kind of used to this. It's extremely crude elevator system, dwarven standards. But you kind of know how it operates. And you, you hold on, get lowered around. It gets yanked fairly it's pretty poorly made, so some of the knots are, go are going through this windlass at the bottom and kind of a bit of a crunching noise and stuff, but you do get down safely. And I will share a map and move you to it. So you come out in this area, you can actually see more than this. Let me unhide some more. You can see this um, area around where you are, Monin, at the bottom of the shaft. It's another cavern, pretty large compared with upstairs and looks like there's some there's some passageways going off to the east and one to the south okay have a good listen so you can hear anything okay perception in the tower it seems really quiet okay he'll um uncover the bullseye and sort of i don't know if you can if it can be lifted up i don't know how waterproof it is otherwise just flash it a couple of times yeah so you see flashing coming from the mine shaft guys Okay, so we'll send that's okay. So we send Sigmar down. Yep. Cool. So if Sigmar's going to come down next, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sigmar, you are lowered down. Takes a couple of minutes. Um, and I'll share this with you as well. Can you? Did, it, did you go around lighting torches again and sconces? Not, not yet. Literally just done a couple of flashes and then covered it back up okay. again. And then once he hears, well, sees Sigmar get closer, go. Can you have a wee lesson? Can you hear anything? So you can't see much around you at all at the moment. Have you got your bullseye lantern like <laughs> Yeah, you can well hooded? You, yeah, you can hood it, so I'm just gonna put the little okay. cap on so it. it, it it's pretty it's really dark. You can just sense moaning next to you as you kind of come and land in this bottom of this mine shaft. It took about a minute or two getting down. They were fairly fairly cautious. Um give me a perception check in the tower, Sigma. You put your ear to the ground and listen. And 
Hell, if you can't hear a faint tapping down below. So yeah, yeah, you're you're you really think that it's not as loud as you've heard up in Hartfast Hall months ago, but you do get a, a faint sound of some some something going on underground. Yeah, Meanwhile, fear. Hathis will start coming down the windlass. Okay. So, Mar, do you want this uh, lantern, or is that going to ruin your game? Better to see than not see. Hathis, you, you can't see a you can't see a thing there. Mm-hmm. It's really dark. Um, you can you can kind of hear moaning and Sigma breathing, and they're kind of whispering to each other, but you can't hear. You can't see a thing. I can't see a bloody thing. But can you on this windlass? Can you lower yourself down then, John? Or no. Work? So it's designed that someone from the bottom can um, can lower it down. through gradually. Oh, okay, it kind right. of it goes through a loop on the floor and goes back right. up. So it's a continuous oh. loop. So, so uh, I, if you want to come down, I can maybe do that. Oh, they just drop you. Uh, yeah, Marahad, you get land in there as well, and I'll share that with you. So you're not lighting anything yet. So guys, it's dark. The only person that can see fairly well is Monin because he's kind of scanned the walls. You can see it at f like five feet, probably Sigma, but not much more. And the rest, it's pitch black. I think, I think we need some lights here. Yeah, yeah. Monin gives Sigma the lantern, and sort of uses his hand to grasp the top, and then. Guys, his other hand onto the where the little leather cap is to un to flick it open. So you'll have to draw your own cone there, Neil, if you want to use it. Sixty foot. I do that. So okay, you can see much more, when you shine the light around to the east east side of it. You can see there's a passageway going to the south mm -hmm. there, and there's a couple of well, it looks like maybe a large stalagmite stalactite come down from the ceiling. It is very roughly hewn. You can't really see a lot of signs of mining activity in this cave maybe with the exception of the southern passage which looks more kind of dug out okay can we see around that stalactite um the, the torch should shine through there shouldn't it john so can we see yeah the other end there? yeah let me just unhide a bit more it looks like another passage kind of going out uh to the east there and, and this looks more man-made you would estimate if we look down on the ground what do the hoof prints of the boot prints that are they all scuffed up going in a particular direction or is it just too churned up around here it's a rock it's a bit hard to see there is some dampness on the floor there's like fairly nasty looking slick pools of, of water fairly mussy looking um it's a bit hard to say there's no mud or anything in here to leave footprints really just damp are, are there any torches in here we can light like, yeah yeah there's some on the walls uh should we okay ready will do that we'll walk around and start lighting yeah. them Okay, so you, you, you light all of the torches. Um, they're about every 20 feet, uh, pretty solid iron sconces in the wall. Uh, and that's the that's the the kind of a, the map area you can see. Do we want to go south or do we want to go east? Can we, can we just um, listen, try... Someone already listened to tapping here, didn't they? But I was wondering if it's worth just trying to work out, like try four different places, just see if it's louder in one place than another or... So we can sort of tell where it's actually coming from. Can I try, John, maybe? Yeah, but move yourself to where you want to go. I'm sorry, I thought you were asking the other guys, but yeah, you can well, try anything you want. So. No, you didn't get a response, okay. No. All right, yeah, I thought it was below. Um, but you got well, I was wondering if we can work out where, I mean, if it's just like the same volume everywhere, then it's not going to help. But if you can like hear it really loud in one place and quiet. It's definitely not close to you. Um, Sigma could tell that. Right, okay. It's a way off. And it was way, way down below. 
Okay, fine. So it's probably going to be the same everywhere, I guess. I say we go uh, east first. Yeah. That's two for me. Okay. Do you not? You don't want to look around. You just looked for footprints and stuff. All right. Oh, sorry. I thought, uh, I thought oh, if, if he's going around lighting the bits, he'll definitely have a look around here. I, I presume it's all man-made stuff around here at the moment. Yeah, you you see nothing really remarkable. Some... That table roll of yours has come up on the chat window, John. Crap. Random items in the mine. Just some disconcerting spiderwebs, yeah? Yeah, so you just see some spiderwebs <coughs> near the ceiling in certain areas, but nothing more than that. Uh, let me do that so I can hide it. Okay, so yeah, they're, they're, you see some, like, they don't look anything untoward. Some, like, small spiderwebs up near the ceiling. Nothing nothing really special about that. Okay. Should we go through to the right, then? To the east? We're heading, we're heading east, but I'm not going first. I, let, I don't mind. Sigma's got a bit of a light source. It's up to Sigma. I don't mind going first, but yeah. up to you. Whatever. Uh, yeah, Moaning, you can you can see down there. You'll you'll be okay, even with, especially with the light behind you. So Lit up to, like a Belisha beacon. Get my head around this. This is a mine that's in use every day by lots of people, and they don't encounter any danger. Haven't encountered any danger in the last five years, so we're not expecting to encounter any danger. Correct. No, Correct. you're not expecting anything. So, yeah. so, I'm thinking more anything to try and catch them, catch them while they think there's no one here. We can go back. Well, yeah. We've got a lantern, but I was going to say we can go around quietly, but we've got a big, big light. That's the problem, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I don't, you know, I think we're more investigation rather than anything else at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think so. I don't, yeah, we're not expecting to meet anything, are we? That's, not, that's, that's, we should limit our caution and, and not be, yeah, this looks definitely like mine seems really badly done. So these are crude tunnels, Monin got. About every five, six feet, some timbers. Uh, although looking at it, it's it's solid rock here. Yeah, there are seams, and you can see it's cutting through the seams. This is going almost exactly horizontally, whereas the seam looks like it's kind of going from the floor, and after about 20, 30 feet, it's gone right the way to the ceiling. So they kind of cut through a seam of, you can tell, it just looks like pig iron or pig ang, um, which is the dwarven. So it's not good quality ore, really. Um, but there definitely appear to be some some mining work here. Looks re looks pretty recent. Okay, we'll just walk, march on down then. Yeah. Not too worried about uh, stealth anymore. Okay, I'll just draw that whole area in. Can I do a listen on the floor here, John, and just see if I can see if the sound sounds similar? Uh, sure. Give me a perception in the tower. You can hear faint tapping. Doesn't hear seem any louder or quieter. And all of those seams end within. 20, 30 feet. Um, and you, yeah, there's actually the end of one of them is a pickaxe. Uh, so it definitely, and it's it's a human man-made pickaxe, quite recent. Okay, yeah. so that's what this is one area where they're digging out pig iron crudely, yeah. but they're doing it. So should we try the southern passage? Yeah. Okay. So you go south, the passage opens up into another cavern. It actually looks like you can tell there are chisel marks and stuff on the wall moaning in here. This has been carved out. And it looks you can tell by the seams that this was a a sort a source of other looks things quite a lot of iron ore. Um, it looks like it's been pretty well mined out. Can we look down these side passages then? Sure. So the first one goes about fifteen feet. Um, goes through a T junction. Next one goes similar distance. Another T junction. My queen, uh, keen dwarven sensors reckon that, that tunnel joins. 
There's <laughs> <laughs> an area of uncertainty, though. You can't say that for sure. <laughs> Anything could happen there. So you you move up and you start investigating the uh, these other mines. These are definitely look more recent. Uh, looks like this is pretty active area now. And Monin's uncanny mining sensors accurately <sighs> predicted that there was a a cut across there. Um, you end up exploring this. Well, all you do is you walk around the area with your with your torches and you kind of see this. Uh, just unhide it. This looks like the main focus of where the mining has been. Yeah, mainly, and you can tell with the small number of miners they've got crude tools compared with dwarven mining tools that this could be years of work to hollow this out. It is about 20 to 30 feet high in places. Looks like so the, the floor dot drops. It looks like they've there's there's a slope down from the passageway that you guys are standing on to the floor of those caverns to the west. Um, and it looks like they've dug out a lot of ore from here over probably a period a few years okay he's going to run his hands along the walls and just see if he can feel any kind of difference in any of them like there's any kind of dwarven workmanship that stands out Uh, give me a stone is it a stone knowledge or cunning check or whatever it is for you moaning uh doing then how uh no it doesn't it doesn't stand out as being dwarvish it's dwarves don't leave chisel marks in the wall they leave rectangular edges or hexagonal shapes um even in their minds and it's not like that at all yeah that's the thing you try and find if there's any like rock fall or something because there was a coin down here 2200 years old and it was dwarvish no you don't you don't see anything like that down here give me um so i guess you you have a search around give me a perception check in the tower yeah, you don't you don't see anything specifically untoward in uh so you, you've searched the larger area um kind of up here you don't see anything particularly untoward up there is there much water on the floor um yeah some um there's a few pools in there Moaning, you can tell that this is all um as the miners said this rock down here is older than the rock above uh, which you kind of expect but it's a different strata it's um looks like it's more limestone above and this is something much harder to mine but much more likely to yield better sources of uh of iron okay are you having a look hathas yeah absolutely uh, so give me a perception check in the tower yeah you find i'll drop it into the inventory you find something kind of interesting trapdoor nope oh. it's in the inventory in the party sheet yeah which one's the party sheet, party uh, sheet Matt, that's the t- icon on the top right with the three people in a little eye yeah uh, boots comfortable uh-huh no boot, singular, comfortable. I found a boot. Oh. I found a comfortable walking boot. Mm. Does it? Ooh, does it look like mining footwear, or does it like like a walking boot? No, it looks like mining footwear. Okay, I found someone's boot. Why don't you take your boot off? <laughs> Anyone would have noticed, wouldn't you? Anyone would think he was using a random table for this? <laughs> you. Uh, uh, right. Ancient dwarven sword sticking out <laughs> of the wall that no one's noticed before. Yeah. <laughs> I found a boat. I'll stick it in me in my backpack to dump it down with the rest of them in the in the main hall or something when I get there. Any 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 player loves squirrelling away any sort of random random items detected. So. Yeah. Are there, are there any battery in torch? Sheldon, John, are there any signs of any like gaps in the rock or? caverns below that might be 
I don't know, like water leaking, disappearing in a particular place. Or there, where, where are you looking? Probably round. I might have a look round here, round this cavern. Or I've just moved. Okay, give me a perception in the tower. Drafts as well. Drafts of wind. You don't see anything specifically like water or anything dripping any specific winds or anything. It looks like a pretty down solid cavern to you. You don't find a missing left boot from the right one that Hath has found either. <laughs> Once Monin sees Arahad doing that, he starts having a look himself to see if he can see anything like weird. Uh, okay, so just speeches. move yourself to the room you're looking in, Monin. Are you looking where you are? Start in that cavern first. There? All right, give me a perception in the... Actually, it's... Are you looking... Um, are you looking around on the floor for items, or are you looking at the walls? I'm really looking to see exactly what Arahad said. He's like, look, uh, Arahad, sorry, he's looking to see if there's any like drainage, uh, little knocks in the walls to see if like it might lead further away down or out of the cavern. Okay, in which case, give me a what's your stonework, your history stonework check in the tower. You don't see anything really. Uh, it looks like so. What you do see is the um, the area of wall down there down there that area hasn't been mined all the mining has kind of happened that way and then obviously along these tunnels that's anything you really notice though you don't find anything on the floor okay well as, when you say it's not mine so that that looked like it was part of a natural Na natural cave yeah so looks like they mined south found a natural cave have expanded it um you would guess they kind of expanded it westwards when they came into this area oh. Um, maybe a little bit east, but nothing special. And then all of the all of the real mining is where you are, Arahad, and where Hathas is. That's where all their real mining looks like it's taken place. Hmm. And how loud's your tapping, Arahad? Oh yeah, can I? I'll listen to the tapping again. Mm -hmm. See if I can compare it to the other tapping. Uh, is that perception, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you can't really hear it now. Maybe it was you strange way that sound travels through rock but it's you can't hear it where you are so that could be less so this way so moaning if that was a natural cavern wall is there any particular way the cavern might you guess the cavern might have gone that could be i don't i wonder if they've blocked something up in the past that they didn't want to mine oh you'll have to look around i'll just give you a tower roll there in case he knows anything about that you you take a look around uh, and you notice on the southern wall and on the eastern wall in the room you're in, in the areas that don't look mined, it look natural, but actually this looks strangely too natural. It looks, and you actually notice that there is a repeating pattern almost on the southern wall and on the eastern wall in, and I'll just draw lines on the map for you. So it's a fake in, wall. In kind of this area. And in this area, the there you see a repeating pattern in the wall in those two areas. So the the one on the east is very similar to the one on the south. And it's only your knowledge of natural rock formations, and you've got an eye for this kind of thing that you really spotted that. You didn't notice it before. It's very, very subtle. But you saw a repeating pattern there. Great suggestion, Arahad. Yeah, what does it mean is the question there. A fake wall. Someone's constructed a wall to look like stone, blocking up. Old passageways. Give me a law uh, roll or moaning, or anyone who wants really about. Well, actually, no, moaning, moaning realistically. Give me a, a law roll, moaning. You can modify it by 
add double your proficiency because this is around mining techniques. Um, so I think your proficiency is two. So add two to your law roll. Roll that in the tower. Not my best intelligence. No, it's not. It's, it's good enough. So, yeah, you you are very doubtful that, especially the mining you've seen so far, that those miners have anything like the capability of hiding a wall with such skill. Miners no failed to spot that when he went round the cavern edge. Yeah, you just didn't see that before. It's very, very cleverly done. So there's an old cavern with what could be an even older walls not done by the people that found it and started mining it. Ooh. Is there any pickaxes nearby? There's uh, a rack of tools up, in the, top. up on the top floor, yeah. Want to do some mining, boys? <laughs> it's not top of my list of things to do, but <laughs> Gandalf seems to think it's a good idea, so I guess I'll be mining. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, shall, I shall nip back up and pick up some pickaxes. Take your pick. All right. You about five minutes later, you return down, and you need someone just to help raise you and lower you. It's a bit harder work lifting than it was lowering, but you do it pretty easily. And you brought two pickaxes down. Uh, so, if you where do you want to start hacking um, with pickaxes? Definitely looking to moaning for guidance on this. I will give his best uh, advice if he can. Grab it there. Nope, not there. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, east or south, really, where are you likely to be uh, mining and digging first? South. Okay. Before we, worth, yeah, if you're worth listening first. Before, before we, we do any... What's the legality of anything we find? Is this... Are we working for our client and therefore it's their find? Or are we independent <laughs> and therefore it's our claim if we strike gold, gems, or... Uh, they're, pay- they're not paying us, are they, at the moment? So. Good point. Fathers, give me a... <laughs> Give me a, a lord, a, no, a traditions, a traditions roll in the tower. <laughs> traditions, yep. Well, you know that it's a fairly grey area of law, but Spainway um, <laughs> versus the Dwarven Mining Company in 1742, second age. Um, it, it's really, it's really grey. You know that you are only here under invitations is not your mine. In fact, you don't know whose mine it is, but you would assume it is mountain hauler collective so you do not have any rights or anything in here so as long as i don't know we're fine right <laughs> 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 anything valuable to take it out of our pockets yeah <laughs> stick it up yeah <laughs> all right give me um who's who's digging who which uh which burly john, souls are digging john, the mine john before we start digging can i just do listen do a perception check just listening in both those places just see if the noise the tapping's any louder there Suddenly, uh, east first, then Matt, give me a perception check in the tower yeah. from the east. Okay, and one from the south. So strange, when you were listening on the east, you heard a whisper of maybe a noise from behind there. And then when you pressed your ear really close and it went to everyone, it had gone. When you listened to the south, it didn't like, sound like it came from the south, but you heard almost a skittering coming from the eastern eastern area behind behind whatever hidden wall or whatever that is there skittering as in someone running away or hard to say it's it's it was far it was fast like very fast foot movements if that was what it was hmm. did it sound like you had one boot on and one boot off <laughs> uh, give, give me an insight check in the <laughs> no i'll let that one slide all right we found um, your boot. 
can we all have can we all have a look to make sure there's no before we start smashing into this wall make sure there's no hidden little uh button oh, or push anything or just anything that might open it because it might be cunningly yeah. hidden door okay everyone yeah. give me an investigation okay. check in the tower um if you want to oh. do that yeah i shall participate too we might have found the back entrance to casa doom could we <laughs> it's quite a way isn't it well, um so no you don't find any buttons monin you look at this and think you look all the way you can find a seam almost perfectly melded with the natural rock of the cavern and you're just shaking your head it looks like there is one piece of rock that's being carved perfectly to fit and put in place here, which to your mind looks like it's meant to be permanent. There is no way of opening it, but it looks like there's one big plug about, and you don't even have no idea how much it would weigh, but rock that's being carved out of this this exact type of strata of rock. You can even see going across the um, join where you can see a hairline crack all the way around. And it's very, it's not, not um, straight in any way. But you can see seam of rock going across it. It's incredibly well made, but it looks like one piece of rock that's been carved perfectly to fit the opening. And quite heavy. Oh yeah, I mean this would need pickaxing through. This is not uh not, not designed to be opened. So this looks more like a seal than a door. Yeah, but very well disguised. <laughs> so not door, but plug. <laughs> <laughs> boom boom. Is this any kind of culture where they would do this for a tomb of someone famous or or king or anything like that mm, you've got no knowledge of dwarven assuming you're thinking about dwarven uh, right, give, me a tra- give me a traditions check um i would know of and no one else who has this level of workmanship could do this other than the dwarves you don't think so hathas and you, yeah you this is not goblins this is not men not elves. Mm. Yeah, this was someone it's with incredible skill in stonework. It's got to be highly skilled dwarven work. He has a green little glint in Modin's eyes now. Right then, Arahad, you're quite a strapping lad. You hit it on the left, I'll hit it on the right. Ting, 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 ting. We're through in no time. Yeah, so you put on your palms. Go for it. Give me a strength athletics check. Um, you can do it in the open. Is that just a strength check? Is it? Athletics is a skill check. Oh, right, okay. oh, God, if he beats this, I'll you at the end of it. He <laughs> <laughs> rolled a four. He oh. should do. Oh. That one. <laughs> you nearly embed the uh, pickaxe in your foot, Arahad, <laughs> after the first five minutes. Oh, you this, is not, this is not yourself. my bag. <laughs> M- Monin, Monin's like... Uh, you can tell Monin's got a bit of a crick in his neck after five minutes of pickaxing. It's been a while since he's done it. He's a natural, though. He looks at you as you sheepishly remove the sharp end of the pickaxe out of the toe of your boot <laughs> after <laughs> after a couple of minutes. You've actually ruined a decent pair of boots by sticking it. Luckily, it didn't go through your foot, but you stuck it through between your toes. Uh, give me another roll, guys. You you are making some progress, but not a lot. Yeah, but it looks quite happy. Ha, ah, such workmanship. Look at this. Oh, Arahad, Arahad <laughs> hits a rich vein of form, uh, nearly right. matched by Monin. And after another 30 minutes or so, your pickaxe Arahad goes through this area and it reveals a passageway going south right behind the wall. Oh. So you you actually dug through probably no more than about a foot of rock. It is solid, though. It wasn't mortared. There was no mortar you saw in there, Monin. So you were accurate in the estimation. 
it was tough work getting through it. it took you about an hour and a half in total uh but you got through it um sorry yeah, i'm just looking at the size of the mine they've dug out for four years you got through like four feet of rock i think, rock in... I, think I think moaning yeah. a machine he's been yeah, he's just... he just dug a new seed and a new, new set of <laughs> moaning got like an auger out of his backpack and just drilled through it and moved, <laughs> yeah, moved yeah, yeah. yeah they're worried um, about it tap 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 and i'm moaning this looks very very regulated in comparison it's wider it's um not bolstered by any wood this is naturally um, vaulted caverns, uh, not caverns, sorry, um, uh, stoneway that's being carved here. Much, much neater stonework than the uh, previous parts of the mine so far. Can I have a look? Before, before we all trample in here, can I just have a look for, I assume it's dusty and dirty, but are there any tracks on the, any sign of any... Anyone walking around in here? Um, a survival check in the tower or a perception check in the tower, whichever's best, uh, Arrowhead. Okay. You have a look around. I mean, you're a tracker by by heart, so you look around for tracks. Similarly, it's dustier in here, and there is still some water on the floor. Um, you look very carefully. You're listening intently. What strikes you as being really strange is that there is absolutely no sign of any any life at all and you have seen that. You've seen, uh, for example, bat guano or rodent dung and stuff in the areas you've been in. This area, there is no sign or anything. And actually, strangely, the, it doesn't smell musty here. It actually smells, you would say cleaner. It's, it's almost like there is no animal dung or anything like that or scent or scat beyond the bit of wall you've just broken down. Must be dwarvish work, I think. Dwarven ventilation systems of your <laughs> dwarven aircon. <laughs> I think these miners will be down soon, so let's get a shift on. Yeah, <laughs> you've just unhidden an enormous amount more mine that they've not seen. Has anyone got a sheet in the backpack? I can try and put it over the entrance and sort of stand there, and sort of divert them. <laughs> no, nothing to see here. Carry on, <laughs> worky lads. And that's where we'll leave this episode as they leave the Manish Mines and head in to the ancient, deserted Dwarven Mines. Thanks very much for listening, watching, subscribing, all that loveliness. Happy gaming. Cheers.